Happy Friday. I'm Brian Colbert Kennedy, and this is Important Not Important. This is the audio version of our community's Webby and Shorty-nominated newsletter. If you're new here, welcome. Your newsletter pairs the most vital science news of the week with specific data-driven action steps that you can take to fight for a better future for everyone. You can get your newsletter in your inbox at importantnotimportant.com or listen to it right here. Okay, we're starting off this week with an urgent action step. One in three U.S. families couldn't afford diapers before the pandemic, but COVID combined with the polar vortex that crushed Texas and Mississippi means there aren't nearly enough diapers at diaper banks. Zero federal programs cover diapers. Go to importantnotimportant.com slash diapers and help out. We've got a whole list of places where you can help. Thank you. All right. We sit on the threshold of enormous change. On the one hand, if we let it. On the other hand, if we pursue it. There's been a fair amount of revealing discourse over how we got here. We've even started to talk about accountability, but I'll leave that for a separate combo. Today, I want to visit the sunk cost fallacy. A reminder, we commit the sunk cost fallacy often when we follow through on some project or behavior explicitly because of previously invested time, money, effort, or some combination of those, and whether or not the current costs outweigh the benefits. Everybody does it all the time on their own, and we damn sure do it collectively. Our failure to be completely rational takes us down over and over again. Of course, we're not entirely rational beings, and that's great because life would be so boring. Emotion and sentimentality often override our most objective judgment. And sometimes that works out okay, but sometimes it doesn't. We're only human. But the real failure isn't the sentimental factor. It's when we decide to just not do the hard math on future prospects, or if the math's been done, to ignore it altogether. We suffer the status quo, we're loss averse, and we put our heads in the sand. In this moment, we need to get a hell of a lot more ruthless about cutting our losses. We have to get way more comfortable with starting over, wiping the slate clean. We have to focus on the now and what's coming, our current alternatives. Starting over is often a luxury. Not everyone can leave a broken marriage or buy a new car, and starting over doesn't mean you don't carry the scars with you. But it can mean no more new scars. Sometimes starting over is a necessity, and that brings us to now. Climate change means not only drastic emissions reductions and pursuing carbon removal, but also openly addressing adaptation and mitigation. It means, for example, replacing all of our vehicles because we have to, right now. Radical change will have secondary effects, of course, so we also have to plan to transition millions of workers at gas stations and repair shops and and dealerships into new jobs. But we just dropped a rover from a fucking sky crane on another planet. We just developed a couple incredibly effective vaccines from entirely new technology about five years faster than realistically expected, and now we're in the process of putting them in the arms of 7.6 billion people. We can do hard things and we can make hard choices, but we have to be honest about them with ourselves and with each other. When we can and when we must, we have to make a clean break to move forward, no matter how comfortable we were in the past. All right, here's what happened this week in Climate Change and Clean Energy, Sink or Swim, the Real Estate Edition. New York, Charleston, New Orleans, Miami, these are among the American cities most threatened by sea level rise trillions of dollars of real estate under threat already. They're all dealing with it differently. Miami, for example, is wooing Silicon Valley expats and Bitcoin. Makes sense. From the New York Times, 
Officials in Miami-Dade County, where climate models predict two feet or more of sea level rise by 2060, have released an upbeat strategy for living with more water, one that focused on elevating homes and roads, more dense construction farther inland, and creating more open space for flooding in low-lying areas. Climate experts, though, warned that the county's plan downplayed the magnitude of the threat, saying it failed to warn residents and developers about the risk of continuing to build near the coast in a county whose economy depends heavily on waterfront real estate. What happens in Miami will very likely become a case study for other cities and counties facing climate challenges. Among major U.S. metropolitan areas, it is perhaps the most exposed to sea level rise, the result of its low, flat geography. And with some of the most expensive coastal real estate in the world, it has an ample tax base to experiment with solutions and also enormous economic incentive to dissuade buyers and investors from leaving. So here's what that means. It means they're choosing not to do the hard work. I understand the desire to adapt, to push on, to try and keep your head above water, but at some point, you've just got to get the hell out of the water. So your action step, punch your address into Flood Factor to find out your risk of flooding wherever you live, and then check out First Street's Guide to Flood Insurance, which is going up. Links in the newsletter. In COVID news, the food chain finally includes vaccines. Millions of farm workers across the U.S. were designated essential workers last year so they could keep, you know, growing and picking our most, maybe only, nutritious food. But like many essential and frontline workers, the virus has decimated their ranks with estimates for infections at half a million and deaths nearing 10,000. The complication? Many of those workers are undocumented immigrants, and the United States doesn't exactly take care of those folks on a normal day, despite their role in feeding everyone else, and especially not now during a pandemic. Here's what that means. California has recently slated a portion of vaccines for communities hardest hit by the virus, but it's a catastrophically late start. And in other states like Florida and Georgia, workers must overcome misinformation to commit to getting a shot and then must prove residency, which is difficult when there's really no path to citizenship. So your action step, use common cause to call your state and local reps and tell them to prioritize vaccines for food workers up and down the food chain. As always, links in the newsletter. In medicine and biotech news, delete your account. Systemic racism is everywhere. Uh, That's why it's called systemic. So we systemically talk about it all the time. And it's definitely in medicine, despite what some moron intern tweeted from the official Twitter account for the Journal of the American Medical Association. Quote, no physician is a racist, so how can there be structural racism in healthcare? End quote. Okay, here's your action step for that. Just 5% of doctors are black. 5%. Uh, Are you a black man in medicine or do you know one? Check out the awesome Black Men in White Coats project, which seeks to increase the number of black men in medicine through exposure, inspiration, and mentoring. In food and water news, eat your veggies and everything else you ordered. Despite drastic decreases in poverty, many across the world and the US, of course, remain hungry this despite an overabundance of food. Part of the reason? Food waste. From Bloomberg Green, some 931 million tons of it went to waste in 2019, according to the United Nations Environment Program. Individual households were responsible for more than half of that, with the rest coming from retailers and the food service industry. New estimates show that about 17% of food available to consumers worldwide that year ended up being wasted. The matter is even more urgent when considered alongside another UN analysis that tracks the problem further up the supply chain and shows 14% of food production is lost before it even reaches stores. Okay, here's what that means. 
Aside from just how wasteful we are and how many folks remain and or are newly hungry, Drawdown has reduced food waste listed as a top five emissions reducer, more than electric vehicles. We can do so much better. Your action step, act locally. Use ReFed to find current food waste policies and programs that you can learn from and implement in your town. Links in the newsletter. In AI news, do more evil. Google has fired yet another member of their vaunted ethical AI team, and it's not going over well because, once again, the former employee is a woman. Here's what it means. AI is barely here, and it's already packed with biases, having been designed and implemented by mostly white men, who, if it isn't clear, don't have the best track record. That's the entire point of ethical teams like these. Action step time. We made a Twitter list of brilliant women in AI ethics per the organization itself. You can follow and learn from them on Twitter. The link's in the newsletter. And all the rest, or the roundup, we've given this section so many names. Here we go. Backed by popular demand. Vaccines are finally rolling out across the world's poorest countries. A stunning visualization of the changing Gulf Stream. Iron Man, rest in peace, is investing in electric motors that are 30% more efficient. What AI really needs is hands, ears, and eyes, right? The Pfizer and Moderna shots might just be the start. Next up, malaria. Here's how Israel's green pass for vaccinated folks works. Wyoming is finally, and I mean just so slowly, switching to wind. Hurricane season might officially start two weeks earlier, so that's great. The future of cars. Singapore will go clean after 2025, Volvo by 2030, and how green are EVs anyways? Biden's SEC pick thinks net zero is bullshit, and so do we. All right, that's it for this week. To go deeper on any of the news or to find your action steps, just go to importantnotimportant.com slash newsletter. Thanks as always for being a part of our community, and thanks for giving a shit. Have a great weekend.